because the difference between a published author, somebody who has written a book and finished a book and gotten it out in the world, and the difference between someone who wants to is simply perseverance. Welcome to School for Writers, where we help you ditch that starving, tortured artist cliche and bride. No more struggling over whether your story is good enough or wondering if your voice deserves to be heard. It's time to step into the power of telling your story to the world. I'm your host, Lauren Marie Fleming, and I am a book-obsessed, queer, fat, witchy, divinely loud woman. And I know what it's like to have society tell you to sit down and shut up. But I'm here to tell you that you've been silenced for far too long. School for Writers was created to help you push through doubt and fear so you can stop procrastinating and start writing. Because the world needs your story now more than ever. Welcome to School for Writers. Let's get to it. Y'all, you have been hearing me talk about my Write Your Friggin' Book Already program for a month now, and it is finally time for you to take action and apply because applications end March 5th and do not open for another year. And you, you don't need to wait a year to write your book. You need to start it now. Now, I want to tell you that I've actually revamped the program since the last time we talked. I know, exciting, because I just kept feeling like with COVID, we need something even more simple, even more easy. So instead of it being a year, like we thought it was going to be, my team and I decided to make it six months. We're not going to take you through the whole process of getting your book all the way to publishing. If you want to keep doing that, we'll have options for you afterwards. Instead, we're going to focus just on the simple act of writing your first few drafts. That's where most people get stuck. They get stuck writing their first few drafts. So that's where we're going to help you. We don't know where we're going to be in a year's time. And most people don't want to take on that kind of thing right now. They don't want to have that kind of commitment. We still don't know what's going on with COVID. We heard you loud and clear. So we revamped it. So it's only six months. So if you looked at it before and you were like, oh, I want to do it, but I can't commit a whole year. Don't worry. We got you. We heard you. And now it's only six months. If you have been putting off applying, you absolutely need to do it now because March 5th is the deadline. And after that, gone. It's a whole year. And next year, who knows what it's going to look like because I want to keep adapting this program to your needs. So go to writeyourfrigginbookalready.com right now and apply because the world needs your story now more than ever because you don't want to have to wait another year to tell it to the world. So go apply right now. Applications end March 5th. So go to writeyourfrigginbookalready.com and I will see you in the program. Hello, everybody. This week, I'm super excited because I'm here to answer all of your questions that you have about writing a book. So consider this a coaching call between you and me. I took questions that you all had off of the School for Writers and the Lauren Marie Fleming Instagram. I took questions that you sent me in your emails and your DMs that you asked in our comments, and I'm here to answer them live. I haven't pre-rehearsed them. I just made the list because I want to be just honest and real with you. I don't want to come up with some like canned fancy answer. I want to answer it real and honest. So are you all ready for some real honest talk about what it takes to write a book? Any of your questions that you have about book writing? I asked you all, here they are. Are you ready? The very first one that I got a lot of was, can I do it? 
And listen, I don't know you personally, like I might actually know you personally. You might be a friend, in which case, hey, what's up, buddy? We should hang out as soon as COVID's over. But chances are you're one of the people who are listening from Lithuania and helped make the School for Writers podcast famous and popular there. Did you guys know that we're like number seven in Lithuania for some reason? But shout out to everybody listening in Lithuania. So why can you write a book? And this is a question I get in various different forms. Like, can I do it? Can I actually do it? People give me a lot of reasons why they can't. I'm not a trained writer is the number one first. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Number two often is I don't have time. Number three is I don't think I can finish that thing. I don't know what I'd say. Like, I hear all of these reasons. And I think underneath all of that is fear. I think that people think that they're lazy they think that their words don't matter. They think that they're all these negative things, like no one would wanna read it. I don't have the time, I don't have the energy, and all of that, it's just fear coming up in your life. It is fear coming up in a very real way, and a very practical way, but a way that is not actually real or realistic. The truth is, that if my super lazy butt can find a way to sit in the chair and write a book, so can you. I have actually written seven books now. No, they haven't all been published. In fact, the path to publish and getting books out in the world is rather difficult if you're waiting for people to tell you that your voice is right. If you continue to doubt whether you can do this, you're never going to actually do it. So yes, you can do it. I have helped in my Write Your Friggin' Book Already program people who swore they couldn't do it. They had chronic illnesses. We were in a pandemic, folks, and they still finished their book. Go back and listen to the last episode and my episode with Paige about how they did it if you feel like you can't do it. All of them felt like they couldn't do it as well. And they did. They sat their butt in the chair and write. Because the difference between a published author, somebody who has written a book and finished a book and gotten it out in the world, and the difference between someone who wants to, is simply perseverance. It really is simply perseverance. It's about remembering your why and sitting your butt in that chair and doing the darn thing. Okay, so my next question is, do I have the time to write a book? Listen, I don't know about you all, but I had this idea. I had this really wonderfully amazing and totally capitalistic concept that if I was stuck inside for a year during a pandemic, which when it started, I didn't think it was going to be a whole year, but if I'm stuck inside, I should be productive. Look at all these things I can do. I'm going to learn. I'm going to like work out in my, in my garage. I'm going to like learn to dance. I, y'all, I signed up for a hip hop class, like for a year long membership to a hip hop studio, online dance studio. You know what I went to? Like, before, before I completely gave up, before gloom and doom started taking over. I know that we have a lot of time at home right now, but we don't have a lot of time. We are all kind of starting to feel overwhelmed and sad. So if you sit down to try to add another hard thing to your to-do list, none of us need that, which is why I think it's really important that if you're trying to find the time to write, you're going to want to start with something simple. 10 minutes a day for 10 days, like my Write More Challenge. If you want to start that, head to writemorechallenge.com. 10 minutes a day for 10 days. You know, my Write More Challenge actually started as a 30-day challenge, and people said that was too long in COVID. And then it was a 22-day challenge, and they're like, that's too long. And I'm like, okay, can I get you to simply write 10 minutes a day for 10 days? And they're like, yeah, I think I can do that. And you know why? Because 
In 2019, we thought we could do a 30-day challenge, but right now we just need 10 minutes. That's all we can really find ourselves to do. 10 days, 10 minutes. You're overwhelmed and that's okay. That's my job to help make you feel less overwhelmed in the writing process, which is actually why I've taken my Write Your Friggin' Book Already program that was a year-long program and I've cut it in half. And no, I didn't make it less effective. You're not going to have a less great book. I didn't try to shove a year into six months. What I did instead was I took the core essence of getting you to jumpstart that belief in yourself to write a book. So this year-long program that I've been advertising to you all for months now, and I've been super excited about filling, now it's a six-month program. Why? Because everyone is overwhelmed. Because we don't know where we're going to be in six months. Because last year in 2020, when people were happy to take on a year-long project, now that feels overwhelming because you have to meet yourself where you're at. And I'm meeting you where you're at. So if you're interested in writing a book, write your freaking book already. Now is an easier to digest component. If you're not interested in writing a book and you just want to get your butt, sit in the butt in the chair and write, I want you to think about what you could do to make it simpler, to take some of that pressure off of yourself. Like what is a way that you could just sit and write for fun. Sit and journal your feelings, how you're doing right now. We're all struggling. I'm struggling. I know that I have journaling and I have going for walks on the beach and I have these things that I can do to make me feel better. And yet none of that changes COVID. But one of the things that really helps me is having a goal, like something I'm working on that even COVID can't stop. Even my brother's death didn't stop. Writing a book, telling my story, getting this thing that I had inside of me out, that was my rock. That was the solid thing on which everything else seemed to constantly change in my life, but at least I could come back to my writing routine. I could come back to my book. And I know that that rock works because my Write Your Friggin' Book Already participants, they also had that rock during 2020. If you go back and listen to the episodes where I interviewed the four people last week and Paige two weeks before that, you'll see that they all thought that they were going to go insane, stuck at home alone for so long during a pandemic. But they had this group of people here cheering them on. It made it simple. You just showed up. You had your friends. We had writing programs. They just showed up. So whatever you can do to take pressure off of yourself or let someone else hold that pressure, let someone else, let me tell you exactly when to sit your butt in that chair and write. Let me do all the logistics so all you have to do is show up and write. And that's the beauty of joining a writing group and that's the beauty of my Write Your Friggin' Book Already programs, the shorter version that I'm offering now because we are all overwhelmed and we need simplicity. So join Write Your Friggin' Book Already. I went like I'm 100% here for you to join that. The application's in March 5th, so you gotta get them in now. But I know it's not right for everybody. So if that is not right for you right now, We open only once a year, so I'll see you next year. But until then, find a way to make writing feel simple and fun and easy and something that's not like a to-do list. None of us in the program feel like writing is a to-do list. It's not something that you like check off. It's something you get to carve out time to do. It's this beautiful self-care routine that you do for yourself. And if you see writing or journaling or book writing or whatever you want, however you want to express yourself in the written word, whether you're a poet, whether you are going to sit down and write a book, whether you're going to sit down and write an essay, whether you're just going to journal, see it as something that should be a relief 
not something that builds tension and this list of things that you didn't get done while you were stuck at home for a year because you know what? We're all grieving and it's all rough. So give yourself some permission to find joy in writing again. And if you're struggling finding joy in writing, just listen to this podcast or join us in RIFBA. I'd love to have you and write your freaking book already, but really find a way to make it joyful. And um, we got lots of podcast episodes on that. So if you're struggling really hard, go check out the Dark Knight of the Soul episode because that is a great one. Okay, next book writing question is, do I need a degree or to have formal training to be an author? Listen, I think having gotten a degree in screenwriting, I have two degrees. I have one in screenwriting that taught me the basic idea of writing a book and then of writing a screenplay actually. And then I went and studied book writing as well. And I have a law degree. And I have to say, I didn't do a lot of legal writing. In fact, you guys, it's embarrassing, but I, I almost flunked my legal writing class. Like I was bad at legal writing. Apparently they don't want you to talk too much. They want you to get straight to the point. Hello, have you ever met me? Um, so I, yeah, I didn't do well in legal writing, but law school actually made me a better writer. And so I am a big fan of, I got advice from my, so when I decided to leave the writing career and become a lawyer or go to law school instead of getting an MFA in writing, I talked to my advisor and my undergrad who had been the person who was like, hey, Lauren, you actually might be really good at this whole writing thing. You should think about doing it professionally. And honestly, thank you, James McBride. I, I will always be so grateful for my screenwriting teacher who who believed in me, who was like, hey, you have, a, you have something here. You love it. I can tell you love it. Pursue this. So then I felt guilty. I was like, oh, hey, instead of getting an MFA in writing, I'm gonna go get a law degree. And he said, one of the best things you can do as a writer is to get life experience. There are so many people out there who are trained writers that only know about writing. So when they go to write, they're writing in formulas, they're writing about writing, they're thinking about writing instead of thinking about what they wanna say. So what I would suggest is yes, having some kind of formal structure to learn about writing, to learn the, the way in which you like sit your butt in the chair and write, the way in which you start first draft, second draft, third draft, fourth draft, what goes into those, what you should do, that's helpful. Understanding plotting, that's helpful. Dialogue, that's so helpful. Character development, that's so great. If you're writing nonfiction, it can be really helpful for you to understand those things as well. I think we think of them as only for fiction, but nonfiction needs to understand plot and structure and character and dialogue as well, because those things are actually in nonfiction, even prescriptive nonfiction. However, I am a huge proponent of getting life experience, even more than getting writerly experience. I think that you can come into a program like write your freaking book already and I can teach you all of that. I can give you the structure. I can take you my decades of formal writing experience and put it into one 15 minute video that will help in like a worksheet that will help you. I think that it sounds really cool to go get a master's in writing. I wanted to do that too, but I think more important than that is to get practical life experience. I have lots and lots of friends, including people who've been in the WIFA program, who went to get formal writing experience and never wrote a book. I have a friend who was in a writing program where they weren't allowed to talk about publishing or selling or the career aspect because it would taint the beauty of their art. 
which is like great, but also so impractical, which is why so much of what I do here at School for Writers is ditching that starving artist cliche. Yeah, you're allowed to want to make money off of this. Making money as a writer helps you to write more, to pay your bills, to no longer be silenced, all these things that come with money. I think that it's important for us to like take away the people who say these people are real writers and these people aren't real writers. Here's the thing. You write, you're a writer. That's all you got to do. So yes, it can be great to go get a formal writing degree. In fact, I feel like it would be the kind of thing I would do when I like retire and I have all this buttloads of money and I could just like do it for fun. That sounds great. But the reality is right now I need something a little bit more practical. And so that's why I started WifeBa because I wanted to give people practical. So if you really want to have training as a writer, I think the actual best thing you can do, read. The best way to learn about writing is to read. You want to be a romance writer? Devour romance. You want to write mystery? Devour mystery. You want to write fantasy? Devour fantasy. If you want to write a book that changes people's lives, that's nonfiction, then you need to be listening and reading every bit of nonfiction out there. And I also think you maybe cross genres. You want to be a romance writer? Read mystery. You want to be a really awesome memoirist? Read romance. Cross genres as well. The best way, the absolute 100% best way to become a better writer is to be a more active reader. So instead of going and getting an MFA or waiting, oh my God, don't wait until you have formal training to write. Instead, read. That's all you got to do is read. And especially if you want to start talking about craft, there's some really great books out there on craft. So keep listening for this week's book recommendation because we're going to give you a great book rack on craft. Okay, the next question we have is, can I even write a full-length book? I've only written small, short essays. This is actually one I get a lot. And to be honest, this was my first beer. I had, I started my first novel a, ooh, what year was that? That would have been 2006. I started my first novel. 2005. In 2005, I started my first novel. And by that time, I had written a couple screenplays and I, in school and outside of school, and I had been an essayist and a journalist for a couple different magazines. And everything I had done had been 90 pages. That was screenplays. You wanted 90 minutes, 90 pages, or like a hundred words. I was the queen of the short a hundred word quick little bit when I was an intern at a magazine or when I worked there I had 500 words. So everything I'd done had been short and to the point and on purpose. So here I was sitting down to write 70 to 90,000 words. Could I do that? I don't know. And that was one of my biggest fears. And here's my thing. If you can write a social media update then you can write a book. Because think of it like this, it's just a series of social media updates. When I first sat down to write a book, I was like, okay, I know I can write 500 words. I can write a really well put together 500 words. What if I did that over and over and over and over again, and they all played off of each other? Then that's a novel, that's a book. So really, if you can write a word, you can write 90,000 words because it's about putting word after word after word together till you have sentences. I mean, that's writing, right? It's basic writing. So if you've written anything in your life, and I mean anything, you can write a book. And I know that that's probably really oversimplifying it. There's so many things that you can learn about plot and structure and depth of characters and adding more stuff and senses. But what you really have to focus on first and foremost is not writing a good book. If you set out to write a great book from the start, you're never going to start. 
What instead you want to do is write a crappy first draft. You want to just vomit everything you can think of out, which is why in my Write Your Friggin' Book Already program, the first draft, everything I send out has poop emojis on it. If you write a good first draft, you didn't do it right. The idea is just to vomit it out. Yes, there's going to be these beautiful moments of you're like, whoa, that is really well written. But half the time you're going to have to go and edit it back and make it better. Nobody Nobody, not even William freaking Shakespeare or Jane Austen or whoever ever, ever, ever wrote a first draft that was good. No, we all start with crap. So stop trying to write a good book. Stop trying to write a whole book and instead start with just one sentence and the next sentence and the next sentence and the next sentence until you'll have your crappy first draft. And from there, you can look up how to make it better from only there can you try to grow something more solid and strong? So my last question that I have on this list is actually a funny one and what I get like way too often considering what I do, I help people write books. I am promoting my Write Your Friggin' Book Already program. And when I asked for questions, I got multiple people be like, what if I don't wanna write a book? Well, y'all, if you don't wanna write a book, then don't write a book. You don't have to do anything you don't wanna do in this life. If you don't wanna write a book, don't sign up for my program. If you don't wanna write a book, don't sit down and write a book. But how about I'm just like, just point this out. I'm just gonna ask that if you took the time to send me a message saying, what if I don't wanna write a book? Then maybe there's a part of you that actually does. Because why else would you be following me and messaging me and talking to me about book writing if there wasn't a part of you deep down that felt like, hey, maybe I could write a book. Maybe I should write a book. So if you don't think you want to write a book and you're messaging me and listening to this and talking about it, I'm going to say, hey, maybe you do. And maybe you can. And maybe you will. And maybe it will be crap or maybe it will be beautiful. But really, your story, it matters. So why not write a book? Okay, well, those were all the big questions cumbled together that I got from people on our School for Writers Instagram and my personal Lauren Marie Fleming Instagram and people that emailed me back. And I hope that all of you found your questions answered about book writing. I would love to have you in my Write Your Freaking Book Already program. It ends, the applications end on March 5th and do not open again for a whole year. I only do this a year. And if you've already looked at it and said it was too overwhelming, go look at it again because we made it simpler and more easy because you know what? We're all overwhelmed right now. So I want to make it even more simple for you. So go to writeyourfreakingbookalready.com. Apply today because you have to get your application in by March 5th or you have to wait a whole year. It costs nothing to apply. It costs you very little time to apply. So if you even have an inkling that you want to write a book, go on over to writeyourfreakingbookalready.com and sign up because the world needs your story now more than ever, because I cannot wait to read your book. I hope I answered all your questions, but if you have any more, feel free to DM me at Lauren Marie Fleming and at School for Writers, and I will see you in the program. People often ask me, what's the best way that I can be a better writer? Do I need to go off and get an MFA in writing? Do I need to get expensive schooling? How do I become a better writer? Now I tell them two things. One, write. The best way to become a better writer is to practice it. It's like if you wanted to be a runner and you wanted to be faster, you would just keep running. You would have to start running. That said, you would also want to learn from other runners techniques and styles and how you like even put your foot in front of the other. 
which is why this week's book rec is from one of the most talented and prolific writers in the field, Stephen King, and it's his book on writing. I'm going to be a little honest here, and I can't read most Stephen King books because they scare me because I am a total and complete, I have an overactive imagination, folks. It makes for a really good writer, but really bad for anything scary. I freak myself out at night. However, I do enjoy Stephen King's nonfiction, and I do enjoy Stephen King's less scary works. And this book has the beauty and the honesty and the gorgeous prose of Stephen King while giving you practical tips for being a writer. It is one of the most fundamental books that I suggest to people who want to learn kind of the craft of writing, how you can take something that you write and actually like make it a little bit better. He gives such great advice. It's so practical and actually doable versus just like think long and hard about something or find the truth that's deeper. No, he's going to give you actual practical advice, which is why Stephen King's On Writing is this week's book recommendation. It is a must read for anybody who wants to write a book or wants to be a better writer in general or just wants to be entertained by seeing Stephen King's process. Once again, it's Stephen King's On Writing, and you can get that using the bookshop link below. When you use the bookshop link, not only do you support independent bookstores by shopping through them, but you also help support the School for Writers podcast. So go check out Stephen King's On Writing and grab it through the bookshop link and support your local independent bookstores. You just finished another episode of the School for Writers podcast. Woohoo! Go you! Did you know that we're more than just a podcast? School for Writers is a full-service support team helping you to get your story out into the world. Here are three ways you can get even more writerly inspiration and education. Number one, subscribe. It's so easy. All you got to do is click that little subscribe button down below wherever you listen or watch the School for Writers podcast. That not only guarantees that you don't miss another episode, but it also helps support our continuation of this show. Number two, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest at School for Writers. Every day we post helpful tips and tools like journaling prompts, reading recommendations, and live interviews with inspiring experts. Number three, visit schoolforwriters.com where you can check out past episodes, join a writing program, and get even more tips, tools, and inspiration to support your writing life. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our Write More Challenge, a 10-day program to help you jumpstart your writing routine. Thanks again for supporting School for Writers. We'll see you next episode. School for Writers is produced by me, Lauren Marie Fleming, with editing and support from Samantha Olivares. All rights reserved by Las Maestras LLC. Our music is De Lejos by Ilabamba. Check them out on Spotify. Big thanks to the team at Terrorbird and big thanks to Kristen Hozak. And of course, a massive thank you to you, the listener. Now put down this podcast already and go write. I'll see you in the next episode.